the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. If you were with us yesterday and a few weeks ago, you know we're part two in a discussion of the subject divine discontent and holy dissatisfaction. Now, when we add the words divine to discontent and the word holy to dissatisfaction, we change what appears to be negative into a positive. And instead of examining our lives in the past, our shortcomings, our failures, which we can be very discouraged about, when adding divine and holy to these words, it changes a negative into a positive. And this is what we're talking about this week. Because the word of God says in Ephesians 3.19 that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. God doesn't go halfway. He wants us to have all the fullness of him. And we read almost every day when we started this from Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, Paul's great statement that says, Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which the Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, do not count, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So what we're talking about this week is not being satisfied where we are today in the Lord, but pressing on because there's always so much more. And when we did this a few weeks ago, we spoke about how each quality that God puts in our life must be growing all the time. We spoke about the issue of love and knowledge. And in Second Peter 3.18, it says, grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord. We spoke about faith, and we know that the disciples themselves said to the Lord, increase our faith. This should be our cry every single day that we have breath. We also talked about the issue of love, and it says in 1 Thessalonians 3.12, may the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one enough. 
Who, who among us could say we love enough? We never love enough, but God wants us to grow in love. And it says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 9 and 10, excel even in love more. Excel means increase. And we also covered the subject of pleasing God. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, 9, therefore make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing in him. And we know that in Romans 8, 8, it says those that are in the flesh cannot please God. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So now we want to go on to other aspects of our life in the Lord, specifically work of the Lord in and through us. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Remember, we're talking about excelling and increasing and being more fervent in the work that God has put before us. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steady, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. Again, when we think of uh, working or laboring in and for the name of the Lord, are we immovable? Are we steady? Are we always abounding in the work of the Lord? And once we get tired of working for the Lord, there's something basically wrong in our lives. Here is a great encourage. Be steady, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Junie, what a great encouragement that should be for all of us. It is an encouragement, Shelley, but there's also, um, what, a disagreement within the church of works versus faith. Right. And the important thing, I think, for us to say is that we're not talking about work in the flesh or work of the law to do, but allowing God's life in us to accomplish what he calls us to be or to do, like loving and forgiving and um, what? Encourage and uh, not fearing, don't have anxiety, (laughs) trusting the Lord. And it's so important to see that the work that God calls us to, he himself will accomplish as we yield our life. We see that also, Shelley, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. And it says, And God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support or furnished in abundance for the good work and charitable donation. In other words, God will make able through his grace for us to produce whatever it is that he's calling us to do. He's faithful. Really, Junie, some of the words from the Amplified, which you read, and from the uh, New King James just emphasize everything. God is able to make all grace, not some of the grace, all grace abound. Abound means a surplus that always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good work. Amen. What do we do, (laughs) Junie? It's so far above us. And you know what? When we look to the next verse we're going to talk about, 
in 1 Corinthians 15.10. It says it all. Paul wrote, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God with me. Junie, this is it. And you pointed it out. We could do work, but you know what? Every work that we institute is going to be vanity. We do it for our own self you know, our self-ego. But all the grace that God gives us is going to be accomplished by the grace that God gives us. Again, we've been saved by grace and we live by grace. And that's we must remember that. All right, let's go on. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. Remembering before God and our Father your work of faith, labor of love, and steadfastness and hope of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, remembering before God and our Father your work of faith, labor of love, and steadfastness of hope in our Lord. Everything must be done in him. All right, let's go on. We're talking about the work of the Lord and how it should be accomplished so that God gets the glory. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10. For God is not unjust so as to overlook your work and the love that you have shown for his name in serving the saints as you still do. And Junie, you know what this says to me? We could do work and say it's working for the Lord, but so often... Our work for the Lord is going to involve ourselves with laboring and loving other people, serving the saints. The best way we could serve the Lord is by serving his people. And again, when he wrote, the writer wrote to Hebrews, he says, as you still do. If you're doing this, we want to say, continue doing it. If you haven't done this, start doing this. This is the work of the Lord. And he brings it down to a very practical level. All right? Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as you reward, as your reward. You are serving the Lord. Junie, this is so vital because when we serve people, what we're doing is serving the Lord. I think of Paul before he got saved. He was persecuting God's people, Jews that were getting saved. And what did Jesus say to him on the road to Damascus? I am the Lord. Why are you persecuting me? Because Paul was persecuting his people. When we serve God's people, we're serving God. All right. Another verse that speaks of this is Titus chapter 2, verse 14. He gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself a people for his own possession, zealous for good works. <coughs> Junie, what can we say about this? God gave himself for us. Should we not give ourselves for him so that he will redeem us from every lawless work or deed and purify us for himself, a people for his own possession? who are zealous for good works. So what can we say, Junie? Is, this is a question that we all have to ask ourselves. Are we zealous for good works? What's a good work, Junie? A work that will glorify God and give, give him all the glory when things are accomplished. We see another example, Shelley, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. For we are God's 
own handiwork. Wow, beautiful. His workmanship recreated in the Messiah Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, Lord. living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. So it really shows, Shelley, that God has made a way for us. He prepared yes, a way Lord. for us. And because he became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God, God always does what's right. And therefore, those good works, which is in the Lord himself, in his life, can be manifested in and through our life through the resurrected Lord within us because we're born anew. Junie, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. And you know what? This thought comes to mind, Junie. What's a good work? A good work is being benef it's beneficent to other people and to God. It's not something that boosts ourselves up, but we, we deny ourselves that others could be lifted up. And, and I love how that verse ends, that we should walk in good works. That's beautiful. And sometimes, Shelley, when we do God's will, our love can be rejected, which is more than we as humans can bear. But because Jesus himself was rejected yes, by Lord. our people and forgave, he gives us the ability yes. within his life in us to overcome. Hallelujah. Father, thank we you, thank Lord. you. Thank you for who you are, Lord. Yes, Lord. And working for you would be a pleasure. It's not out of self-effort. It's walking and living and having our, mo uh, our life in you. Continue on and increase it in all of our lives. In Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.